The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank with Janet Kunst. It's time to turn up your company's marketing efforts. We'll show you how with a variety of actionable plans that you can start using right now. Get ready. Big results are just ahead. Now, here is your host, Janet Kunst. Hello, and welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I'm Janet Kunst, your host, and I'm so happy that you're joining us today because we're going to be talking about using lead magnets to grow your email list. And we'll talk about what an a lead magnet is. I'll give you quite a few different examples of what you can use as a lead magnet. And we'll also go through a specific way that you can create your lead magnet. I'll give you a my own example, and then uh, we'll talk about how to promote your lead magnets on your potential to your potential audience. So, um, if you've been following marketing that won't break the bank for a while, you know that we launched a 30-day email marketing challenge to build your email list a couple of weeks ago. And if you haven't signed up for that yet, uh, you still can. Uh, it is available at any time, and you can just do that by going to 411marketingchallenge.com. But what we want to talk about here is that uh, lead magnet and how to build that. So we started talking about that whole conversation a couple of months ago and briefly touched on creating some sort of offer to get people to want to sign up for your email list. And we're just going to expand on that today. And some of the reasons why you need a lead magnet is that today, most people are really swamped with emails in their, on a daily basis, and they kind of guard their email addresses as gold. So if you're just asking them to sign up for another newsletter, chances are people won't do that. But if you offer them something that piques their interest enough to get them to sign up, that's when you're going to get people to sign up for your email list. So a digital marketer defines a lead magnet as an irresistible bribe offering a specific chunk of value to a prospect in exchange for their contact information. So this could be anything that you can think of that would be a value to your audience. But the key here is that it's free. There are some lead magnets that you can offer for a a price. But today we're really going to be talking about offering that free lead magnet with the ultimate goal of just getting people to sign up for your email list. And then the ultimate goal after that is to start to convert your website traffic into customers. So in short, what you're trying to do is you're trying to go through the classic online sales process, which is get traffic, generate leads, nurture those leads, and then turn those leads into customers or actually to sell your products and services. And the lead magnet has that purpose of turning those web visitors into a lead 
by having them subscribe to your email list. So instead of aiming to sell directly to your website visitors once they get to your website, what you're doing is you're earning the opportunity to build a relationship with your subscribers and earn their trust. And hopefully, eventually, you'll sell more of your products and services and turn those into leads that based on the fact that they've been able to get to know, like, and trust you. And if you think about it, 99% of the time, the first time somebody comes to your website, they're really not ready to buy. They're kind of checking you out, kicking the tires, and trying to figure out if you're someone that they want to get to know. But the thing is that once they are ready to buy, if you don't have their email address, the likelihood that you're going to be able to get them back to your website later is really low. So you really need to take the opportunity either through your website or through some other marketing tactics that we'll talk about later to get them to sign up for your email list so that you can cultivate that person and get them to buy when they're ready to. Um, And you'll build that know, like, and trust factor through that email list by continually giving them information to get them to uh, get them to know, like, and trust you, like I said, but also to take you th- them through that process, that thought process of, okay, this is what I'm looking for. Um, what do you offer those products and services that I need? Why should I buy from you? And then ultimately saying, okay, yes, this is the person that I want to buy from. There are seven things that a lead magnet should do. The first is it should solve a real problem. So if your lead magnet doesn't solve a real problem that your ideal customer has, or if it doesn't give them something that they really want, it's not going to work. So that ideal customer, if you remember, what you want to do is you want to put together those likes and dislikes of that customer, what problems you solve for that customer, as if you're talking to them uh, across uh, the table and drinking a cup of coffee. So you want to make sure that you have that ideal customer in your mind when you're creating your lead magnet. The second thing that a lead magnet should do is uh, promise one quick win. So it should deliver one quick win for your uh, ideal customer, and it should be something that they can easily achieve in a quick manner. The third thing that it needs to do is it needs to be very specific. You don't want to create a lead magnet about something general. The more specific you are about the benefit of your lead magnet, the better it will convert those leads. So you need to make sure that what you're doing is you're solving one of their problems like I talked about, but don't overgeneralize and keep it super simple. the fourth, and that leads us into the, our fourth thing that a lead magnet should do, which is it should be quick to digest. Um, a quick PDF checklist is easy to convert and will do really well because it's so simple to digest. It could be just one or two pages. Other things like ebooks or um, reports. Uh, may be a little bit too long and in the beginning it may it may overwhelm them so the likelihood that they'll sign up for your ebook or for your long report kind of goes down so you really want to keep it that quick simple thing that they can digest. Um, it should have high value 
So it should, and that high value has to be perceived value and actual value. And then it should also be instantly accessible. So it's something that can, it should be something that can be delivered right away. Um, people love instant gratification. So when you have them sign up, um, all they need to do is click that sign up button and they uh, get put on your email list and then automatically that PDF or whatever you're sending them gets sent to them right away through that email address. Or you can have it, if it's a video, you can have it immediately pop up and they can show, see the video right away. Um, the last thing that a lead magnet should do is it should demonstrate your expertise. So when someone uh, gets a hold of your lead magnet, it should demonstrate your expertise so that it will lead to them getting to know you and building that, start building that know, like, and trust factor so that down the road they'll be converted into a, an actual customer. So now that we've talked a little bit about the things that a lead magnet should be doing, I want to give you an overview of some of the ideas that um, you you can do you can use to build your lead magnet so uh, a while ago almost towards the beginning of when we started marketing that won't break the bank we had a discussion on content is king and you can go back and listen to that um, that show or episode uh, on the website and we discussed that content falls into four different categories and those categories are that content should inform entertain, educate, and expire, uh, or inspire, expire. You don't want to expire. You want to inspire. Um, and the, your lead magnets do also fall into those four categories. You have tools, which will inform your, your audience. You have educational magnets that you can use. Uh, lead man magnets can be for entertainment purposes only, or um, they can be community building, which will inspire your audience. So some of the uh, lead magnets that you can use as tools to inform your audience, these are ones that will help your user with uh, either time, energy, or money. And it's the type that's the most irresistible of all the types because it's almost a silver bullet. It gives you one specific actionable solution to a problem. So some of the ideas for this would be a checklist, a cheat sheet, a resource list, some sort of template, whether it's a calendar or some sort of planner, a worksheet or a workbook for them to go through. Recipes also constitute a a tool to inform people, and they, they work really well if you're in that uh, that industry. Um, some prompts, so questions to ask for blog ideas, um, any uh, a list of questions to ask or a list of topics to um, prompt you to do something uh, related to your industry or your product or service. Those are all good tools to inform your audience. Uh, educational lead magnets are ones that teach users about a specific topic that is highly relevant to your offerings. They help users to understand why they need to buy your product or service and so that they start to prime them to that buying cycle. And some of the ideas for this would include uh, tutorials, how-to videos, an ebook or a guide, infographics work really well. Uh, invitations to webinars or a free email course 
or some free coaching session. These are all educational type uh, lead magnets. Then the third type of lead magnet is an entertainment lead magnet. And it's it's interesting because when you think about these these lead magnets, a lot of times you think about giving people information. But there are times when all you want to do is just entertain. Um, and these could be in the form of quizzes and surveys, some giveaways. Uh, some of the really successful lead magnets for entertainment are the ones that give away a quote a day. And you sign up for the list, uh, for the email each day you get a quote or some inspirational saying. And those work really well. So they just need to be entertaining. And then... Um, the last type is community building, which is to inspire. So businesses like to create communities in order to have a dialogue between their brand and their prospects. And communities are also a place where users can interact with each other. So this is a great way not only for you to interact with your audience and get them to know, like, and trust you, but it's also a way for them to um, build camaraderie with others in their same industry. So good lead magnets in this category would be things like challenges, membership sites, and even Facebook groups. And there is a fifth type that doesn't fit into this this um, content strategy, but it's the customer push. So this is those leads um, lead magnets that are for those people that are just about ready to buy, but need just a little bit more of a push to get them over the edge. And those can c- include things like a free trial, uh, coupons, free shipping early bird discount, um, anything that will just tip those scales in your your favor. So those are really the ideas that we have for uh, lead magnets. And it's actually time for our first break. So when we come back, we'll start talking about how to put a lead magnet together for you. So stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Let's face it. Marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Kless. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel and simulcast at the same time on the Voice America Variety Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. 
You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Before the break, I, I gave you some lead magnet ideas just to get your juices flowing. And now we're going to look at how to actually put together a lead magnet from start to finish. So remember what you're trying to do when you're building your lead magnet, and that's to make sure that it solves a problem. It promises one quick win. It's very specific. It's easy to digest. Quick, it, it's easy and quick to digest. It's of high value. It's instantly accessible, and it just demonstrates your expertise and builds that know, like, and trust factor. So for the purposes of this illustration, we are going to keep this very simple and build a checklist. So I have a couple of questions that you should be asking yourself when you're starting to build your lead magnet. And they are, uh, what does my ideal customer need to understand in order to want or need my product or service? What are some of the most common questions I constantly get asked when people find out what I do? What are my ideal customer's biggest pain points and how can I help resolve them? Where do I start the conversation and what I offer uh, and what can I offer for free that will be a great introduction to my ideal customer? And lastly, what can I offer that my ideal customer would say, I can't believe that's free? So let's get started. So the first question is what my ideal customer needs to understand. So for me, that would be why social media and internet marketing are important components to building their business. And understand they may understand marketing, but in a lot of cases, the whole idea of social media for marketing is still difficult difficult for them to grasp, especially how it relates to their business. Some of them get it really quickly, but others where it may not seem to be a good fit have a really hard time understanding that. So that's one of the things that I need to help my customers understand. The uh, question two is, what are the most common questions I get asked? So some of those questions are things like, is social media important for my business? Uh, Do I have to be on every social network? Which, by the way, you don't. There are over 500 out there. So no, you don't have time or the energy to do that. So just choose them as you need to. Um, Another question that I really get asked a lot, and and this is kind of funny um, because I, I truly get it. It's, I'm in a boring industry. Do I still need social media? And then some of the other questions that I get are things like, how often should I post or when should I post? So if I look at all those questions, the next thing that I need to do is look at question three, which was, um, what are customers' biggest pain points and how do I help resolve them? And, uh, you know, in a lot of cases, I can boil that down into two two pain points. The first is they don't know what to do with social media and so they ignore it or they don't have time to do it for themselves and they're overwhelmed so they ignore it. So the ways that I solve those problems is either I do it for them uh, 
uh, which takes the load off them and they don't need to understand it. They just need to help me um, come up with the ideas for the content uh, and I'll go off and, and do everything for them. Or if they do want to do it themselves and they just don't know how to how to go about it or they don't know where to start, I can actually train them how to do it for themselves and hold their hands through the beginning of the process and then let them go off on their own. So that's how I, I answer that question of what the my customer's biggest problems are or pain points are and how I resolve them. And then the fourth question that we talked about is where do I start the conversation? So in a lot of ways, the way that I start answering that conversation is answering those questions they may have about social media and how it relates to that industry. And my goal is to uh, overcome their objections and give them the opportunity to see how they can use it for themselves. Because once I get them comfortable with social media, they get it and they're more apt to either use my services or ask me to help help train them. So that's where I start the conversation. And then the next question is, what can I offer that my ideal customer would say, I can't believe that's free? So my go-to would be giving them some t- tips and tricks that they can use right now to get them to test the waters of social media. Those, those that are simple and they can actually implement them and then say, oh, that wasn't too bad. I can do this. So that's really my goal when I put together a, a lead magnet um, for customers to or potential customers to sign up for my email list. So once, once I've answered those and kind of gone through everything and sit down and say, okay, now I have to craft my offer. So based on what we just discussed, I think that my offer for this particular lead magnet is going to be five tips to using social media if you are in a boring industry. And I get this question so many times that, and, and I've answered it so many times. And when I've answered it, um, people are really grateful for that information because the light bulb does go on. So some of the things that I may include in that offer is a little bit of a background or a little bit of an understanding of what your goal is. So I may say something to the effect that your goal is to reach your target audience where they're paying the most attention. And what you want to do is you want to make sure you dive in and get familiar with any network you're interested in joining. So when you're talking to your audience on social media, you want to find those networks where they're talking and, and join those networks so that you don't have to join those 500 networks. And maybe they're not on Facebook, but they're on LinkedIn. So you may want to do that. Or maybe most of your uh, potential customers are on Instagram or Pinterest. You want to join there and figure out how how to join the conversations there. So some of the ideas for content that I would put in this um, offer, and this is my simple checklist, is you want to use your expertise in, to educate the audience. You want to tell stories, and I'll talk about how, how to tell that story and give some examples. You can use video for how-tos. So if, you, if you're in an industry where um, there are things that a customer can do on their own, um, and it may save them a call to you. And that's a great way to show your expertise and show how you care about your customers. And if it takes two minutes to show them in a video, do that. Um, the other thing that you can do is you can interview interesting people. 
uh, and this works great for those industries where it's a one-off type approach or you may um, need them once every five or five years or so, but you want to keep that audience going. So that's something that you can talk about. I, I can talk about in this five tips to using social media in a boring industry. And the other, the last thing that I could use is uh, some case studies. Maybe I have some, some case studies where I can say, hey, this, these are some of those dry industries where there's not a whole lot of information that customers may find interesting, but this is how you can go about um, getting them engaged and getting them to know, like, and trust you. Um, so once you have that offer put together and you've kind of fleshed out your outline and um, put it all together with all the content, which you can do in Word or whatever your your favorite um uh, document program is, then what you need to do is you need to actually create the offer. And what I'm talking about here is we've, we've already talked about how, what you need to do to create your offer as far as conceptualizing and content. The next thing what you, that you want to do is you want to make sure that your offer has a professional look and feel to it. And this is a really important step. Because it's more than just sending them a, a Word document. Um, it needs to have a cover and it needs to have a great setup um, and it needs to reflect your brand. So in our example, a simple PDF would work. Um, and so if you're a graphic designer or have creative tendencies, you can actually do the creation yourself. Um, you can use a program such as Canva.com, which has amazing ready built-in layouts that you can use and when you're using something like canva.com just make sure that you use uh, the US letter size when you're creating it that can't, I can't say enough about canva.com it makes it so easy there's drag and drop layouts and and elements that you can put in there so um, that's a good way to go but if you're not creative, the best bet is to probably hire a graphic designer to do it for you. And you can do that by using services like Fiverr or Elance or 99designs. Um, they will they have a lot of graphic designers on there that can really help you out. Um, but make sure that when you hire them that they understand what your vision for the design is and be very specific because they're not just uh, designing the cover for you they're also designing the contents for you so that they're laying out whatever your actual content is and if you do it right the first time you can just use that whole setup and graphics over and over again and it really creates some branding for you so the next step after you've had everything put together and, and created this beautiful document, you need to find a place to host your uh, PDF. And you would um, want to do that in a place where you can store it and access it fairly easy for your audience. So some of those uh, ways that you can do that, you can use Dropbox, you can use Google Sheets if you want to, or Amazon S3 Storage. Those are all great ways to um, store your material and make it easily accessible for your audience. Um, or if you're using a lead or opt-in building service, they can actually store it for you. So services like lead pages um, are, are a great way to just take care of that for you. And then after that, you're going to want to build your landing page or your opt-in box. 
and this is where you would collect all your email addresses. It can be set up as a different landing page or it can be just one of those pop-up boxes on your uh, blog posts or your content pages on your website. And there are a lot of services that you can use for this. Um, As I said, leadpages.com is a great way to do that. I love leadpages.com because it's very simple to set up and it's drag and drop and they have a lot of templates and all you have to do is fill in your information. There's a couple others, um, landerapp.com, Instapage is great, uh, Unbounce is great, and Optin Monster is great for on-site opt-in boxes. And then once you have that all done, you're going to set up your thank you page and make sure that you customize it so that um, people have an opportunity to either pass it on to others or to see that you really care about um, what they, what, who they are, or actually to give them, them instructions on how to download your, uh, your freebie. So uh, we're at our next break. And when we come back, we'll finish up our discussion on building lead magnets. So stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Like what you are hearing on marketing that won't break the bank? Join our mailing list to receive show updates, exclusive bonus materials, and more information on marketing for small businesses. To sign up, visit 411marketingsolutions.com forward slash radio. Each week, Larry Sternberg joins Dr. Kim Turnage to explore management issues from culture to discipline in Managing to Make a Difference. Join Talent Plus for 60 minutes of dynamic conversation, including real-life management examples helping you manage teams across the globe. This series airs on Voice America, the business channel, Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Managing to Make a Difference every Thursday afternoon with Larry Sternberg and Dr. Kim Turnage. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So before the break, we were talking about how to build your lead magnet, and I gave you a very specific example of how I would go through building a lead magnet. And then we talked about how to build your uh, landing page and your opt-in boxes and your thank you page. So next we're gonna so next we're gonna talk about promoting your your lead magnet. And uh, now that everything's been built, the whole question is okay. So um, it's not so much the if you build it, 
they will come, you actually have to promote your lead magnet. So there's several different ways that you can do that. Um, The first way, obviously, is on your website. So there's a couple of different things that you can do on your website. Um, The first thing that we're going to look at is your homepage. And there's a couple of different things that you can do on your homepage to um, promote your lead magnet. So the first one is you can actually place it in your sidebar. If you're using an opt-in box, you can just put that opt-in box on your sidebar and there's a couple of different uh, plugins that you can use in WordPress. Optin Monster is a great plugin to use and one that I, I highly recommend. Um, you can also put it in a specific row in your uh, homepage. So if you're using one of the uh, drag and drop themes from Uh, for WordPress. It's very simple to do that. Um, You can also create a pop-up on your homepage that's timed so that it it comes up either the first five seconds or however many seconds you want. So uh, when your visitor first visits your page, or you can actually time it so that uh, it pops up before they actually exit your page. So if they um, start to put their uh, cursor up to the uh, X to uh, close the page, you can actually have that uh, pop up come up. Um, You can also feature it in your header or the slider on your page at the top of your page. And you can feature it in your footer. And if it's in your footer, you just keep it there until as long as um, it's still converting for you. So the next thing that you can do on your website is to promote it on your blog pages. And the way that you can do that is you can either promote it on your um, main blog index page or um, you can also do some of the doing some of the things that we talked about for your homepage, which is like in the sidebar and as a pop up or something like that. But you can also create forms with your offer and embed them in the conclusion of your relevant posts. So almost make it a call to action on each of your posts and you can uh, mention and link it. Uh, in relevant blog posts. So if it doesn't have anything to do with other blog, some blog posts and others, it, it's more relevant. Then what you do is you just put a link to it within the blog post and, and have them uh, go to your your lead magnet from there. And that goes for current blog posts as well as previous blog posts. So you can go back and check all your posts and see if there's someplace that you can put that uh, lead magnet to draw some attention, especially on those posts that you have a lot of um, traffic to, or you have a lot of comments or or that you're still getting uh, quite a few views each month. Those are great blog posts to take advantage of. So now that you've uh, put all of your lead magnets and your your opt-ins and pop-ups on your website, there's a couple of other things that you can do as far as social media goes for social media updates and promoting your lead magnet. So, uh, you know, we've talked in the past about um, not spending a whole lot of time or a whole lot of your posts in promoting your business, but... Um, you don't need to think twice about offering free content to your in your social media updates because it's too promotional. It really isn't. Your follow if you have a lot of followers, they are going to want the content, and and in fact, some of them may be 
able to um, and, and want to share that with others because they're following you and they're like, hey, so-and-so is offering this free content. You might want to uh, take a look at it and start following her as well or him as well. Um, you can create uh, posts on all of your social channels and you can repeat it as often as you want on Twitter or, um, you know, in the past we've talked about being able to schedule your tweets. So just schedule them out sporadically through the week or through the month or however long you want the lead magnet to go. And you can uh, repeat it occasionally on LinkedIn and Facebook. Um, you can pin it to the top of your feed on Twitter or on your Facebook page for an extended period of time. Uh, you can showcase it with images. So uh, if you have a lead magnet, you might want to find some images that go along with it and give a little bit of a description and promo uh, promotional commercial for it and just uh, feature it a couple of times on, on your uh, social pages. Um, you could pull a little bit of content out of them and say something to the effect, did you know such and such and such and such? Well, if you would like 10 more, uh, 10 more items along the similar line, please, please download our uh, PDF or, or whatever. And, and that's a great way to do that as well. You can also get attention of people you might want included in your piece. Uh, or have included in your piece, or if you have any influential friends, just by tagging them in those posts as well. And don't forget to include the link to your landing page. And it, and in some cases, you may actually need to shorten it. So if you need to shorten it, you can use a couple of different um, URL shorteners. The ones that I like to use are uh, bit.ly, which is bit.ly. And uh, the other one is the Google URL shortener, which you can just uh, you can just Google Google short uh, URL shortener and it'll show up. Um, both of those are really great to use. What I like about the Google URL shortener, which goes into um, and we'll get to this shortly, is that not only will it shorten your URL, it'll also allow you to create a QR code. So that if you put together some sort of mailer or postcard to give out to uh, your friends at a networking event or something like that, you can actually put that QR code on the flyer. And um, all they have to do is use their phone and uh, take a picture of it and it'll automatically go to your landing page. So I really like using that. Um, getting back to social media, the other thing that you can do is you can actually run ads on social media. And uh, for Facebook, ads uh, ads are for free offers aren't really uh, that pushy. And so they can really do very well. And um, what you want to do is in most cases, you won't actually have to pay unless they're clicked on. So you want to do the pay per click type thing on, on your Facebook and, and ads on social media. So you can actually control the costs and avoid breaking the bank, which is what we love to do on marketing that won't break the bank. Um, you can set up your, you know, you might want to try a couple of different ads and see how they do. You can set your audience as big or as small as you want. You can set your budget, at least on Facebook, you can set it at $5 um, and test some of them out and then increase once you figure out which, which ad works the best. 
You can also use your cover photo to promote your uh, lead magnet. Just change your cover photo on some of your social sites and and put the URL in the cover photo. Um, I don't think you can actually link to it, but you can at least tell them what it is. You can also, in some cases, you can also promote it in in groups. So like your Facebook groups or Google Plus or LinkedIn, um, you just want to make sure that you're following the rules for those groups so that um, it, you won't get booted out of them. Um, some of them allow promotional material, some of them don't. So just make sure that you're following those rules. Uh, another way that you can promote your... E- lead magnet and this goes along with this topic of using lead magnets to build your email list is actually send it to your email list announce it and uh, send notices to your uh, list announcing the offer uh, make mention of your offer in your newsletters and link it to your latest or most popular lead magnet in your email signature. That's a great way to do it so that every time somebody sees your email signature, you send out an email, they see your lead magnet and, and the link to it. Um, so off-site, offline, there are ways that you can promote your lead magnet. And those include things like um, webinars. Um, if you are... Uh, doing webinars, you can actually promote your lead magnet on there. You can conclude your webinar with a lead magnet or use them as bonus offers to get people to actually sign up for the webinar. Um, You can uh, use them at conferences and trade shows. Um, You can distribute a handout uh, that promotes the offer or you can print have a printed version of it and and give it out to people in exchange for their business card. Um, I had an expo last week that I was uh, had a table at, and again tomorrow. And that's one of the things that I'm do I've done is I've put together a couple of different handouts for various programs that I'm running, and I'm just handing them out. And the response that I've got that I got last week was fantastic based on that. So don't exclude. Um, offline techniques to to build your email list as well. And then the last uh, thing that I have for promoting your lead magnets is actually through speaking engagements. And so when you speak or uh, participate in a panel, be sure the audience is aware you have a free and valuable bonus for them. And it's interesting because um, over the last couple of weeks, I've had an opportunity to speak at several different events. And um, each one of them, I've had an opportunity to uh, promote my uh, the 30-day challenge, which uh, email challenge, which is one of my lead magnets right now. And the response has been great. And some of the feedback that I've gotten from that has been really interesting. And it's been a way that I've, I can build my email list. And the other way that I've been building my email list is I, I had some um, bookmarks created that go to my my uh my lead magnet and those are going like hotcakes because they can you not only use the the bookmark but they can also pass it on to others as well and those are just a couple of different ways that you can um, promote your your lead magnets there's a lot of other things that you can do um, some of the other things that we, we're going to talk about are making sure that you have a follow-up campaign um, when you're talking about your lead magnets, um, 
getting them to sign up is the first step, but you want to cultivate that experience for them. So you need to actually have a, a plan to follow up with them. And when we come back from our break, I'm going to give you some opportunities on how to follow up and cultivate that list. So stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Let's face it. Marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Lori H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, Please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So we've gone through an awful lot of information to help you use lead magnets to build your email list. And right before the break, I mentioned the fact that uh, getting people to sign up for your email list is just the first step. So now you need to figure out how to cultivate those relationships in order to move them through that sales process. And this is really why follow-up is very important. Um, So what we're going to talk about next is we're going to talk about putting together a follow-up campaign. So so now that you have them on your list, you need to keep them interested. And part uh, the plan is that you have some sort of follow-up sequence where you can get more information. They can get more information from you regarding your products and services, which will hopefully lead to a specific offer again from you for one of your products and services. And they need to get to know, like, and trust you, as we've said, before they actually make that purchase. So, um, 
So you need to make that sequence about them. It's not about you. It's not about sending out all of those emails to buy my product, buy my service. We've talked about that in the past uh, when it comes to social media. The same holds true with your emails and your follow-up. It's building that relationship with them, uh, making sure that they feel part of your tribe. So uh, you want to make sure that those emails give them information that they can use. They give them an opportunity to connect with you. And then every once in a while, you give them the opportunity to uh, purchase a product or service. And it goes back to that um, 30, 60, 10 rule that we had talked about earlier uh, in some of my in some of the previous episodes where you want to give them information from you which is the 30% of original content uh, you can share with them information from others uh, articles that you find interesting that sort of stuff which is a 60% share uh, uh, portion of that and then 10% you want to use to promote your products and services so I have a couple of ideas for you um, for follow-up emails Uh, you can show them that you feel their pain um, how you solve their problems how you simplify their lives um, state how that what the issue is and resolve it or how and show them how you're uh, how you can solve it it's almost the same thing that you're doing with your lead magnet but it's maybe going into a little bit more depth a little bit more as to how your products and services may help them out how you can help them out in in general and if you have them share some customer testimonials or case studies of how you solve the problem before with before and after results these are really impactful when you're talking to your um, customers because if if they're on the fence and they're weighing decisions. They really need to get to know, like, and trust you and know that what what you say you can do, you can actually deliver. So uh, testimonials and case studies are a great way to do that. And then once you've established that you're an expert and built that trust, then you can give them that offer that they can't refuse. And again, you don't want to be too pushy. Um, they will either buy from you or not. They are either ready to buy or not, and you'll still have them on your email list, so there'll still be opportunities later on for that for them to buy another product or another service from you, and that's really where you want them to be because um, if you are too pushy, you're going to lose them, and then uh, they're going to actually tell others about you. Um, That's one of those things that we had talked about early on is that people need to know, like, and trust you. And one of the ways that they do that is through that that, uh, relationship that they build with you. And if you're constantly pushing your product on them and you're not answering their questions or or, or you seem to not be um, in tune with what they are feeling, or, or the points that they need you to uh, get across to them, then they're going to start not wanting to be on your email list. They may unsubscribe from your email list, and then they'll start talking about you to others. I, ha- I am in so many different uh, Facebook groups and other social media groups where they talk, they talk a lot about 
if you've used the services of others and how your experience was and whether or not you would recommend them. So these are things that you really need to be aware of because they are going to use those opportunities to either endorse you or bash you. So you need to really be careful with what you're what you're sharing. But email again and those lead magnets that you've put together are a great way to um, show your customers uh, your level of expertise, how you care about them, and how you're helping to solve their problems or simplify their life or fulfill their needs. So this is a really great way to do that. And what I want to also make sure that you understand is that you don't need to just have one lead magnet. You can have several of them depending on what your goals are. And uh, each one can hit a different uh, a different uh, segment of your audience or um, it can build on each other. And you just need to make sure that you're hitting everything and everyone in a clear, concise, excuse me, manner. So with that said, we've made it. And I hope that uh, some of these ideas on how to build your own lead magnet and use it to cultivate your email list have been informative. Um, I, I hope that the, the example that I gave and how I walked through each of those questions was enlightening and hopefully you have some notes that you've taken that will help you build your very first email uh, lead magnet. And again, if you haven't signed up for our 30-day email challenge, I encourage you to take part. You can register at any time and all you have to do is go to 411marketingchallenge.com and with that, each day you'll get an email from me with some tips and tricks on how to start building your email list. We have a, a private Facebook group that you can join uh, where you can ask questions. I'll be in there uh, on and off to uh, give you some tips and give you some information that you might not necessarily get other in other places. So I really encourage you to join up for that, uh, join that. Um, and again, you can register for that at 411marketingchallenge.com. And if you have any questions about what we've covered or just have a question that I didn't answer, feel free to contact me at Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. And so now let's take a look at what's coming up on marketing that won't break the bank. So next week, and I'm really excited about this because I think that this is something that we all need to take advantage of uh, on a yearly basis. And we're going to be talking about how to complete a social media audit of your business. So we're getting into the last quarter of 2017, and you should be starting to plan out what you're going to do for your marketing for 2018. Um so what you need to do is you need to know where you are now and where you need some help and what you're going to do in the future. So what we'll do next week is we're going to go through a simple process that can, you can use at any time to evaluate your social media marketing success. And um, and again, it'll be a very simple process that you can use um, so that you can say, okay, this is what my goals were for this year. This is what I've achieved. 
and this is where I need some help next year, and this is how I'm going to achieve my goals for next year. So if you have any questions that you want answered, please send me an email at Janet at 411MarketingSolutions.com, or you can also connect with us on Facebook at 411 Marketing Solutions. And again, if you are in the South Orange County area in California, I will actually be speaking at a Women in Business networking event on Tuesday, October 17th at the Microsoft Store in the shops at Mission Viejo. Uh, I will be talking about how to jumpstart your social media marketing. And it's going to be an excellent discussion. And Microsoft is also going to give a discussion on uh, Microsoft 365 and what some of the new uh, tips and all that are for that. Uh, Reservations are required. So you can sign up at bit.ly which is b-i-t dot l-y slash w-i-b-n 2017 uh, that's bit.ly slash w-i-b-n 2017 and uh, thank you for joining me today on marketing that won't break the bank I hope it was informative and you came away with some new ideas to market your business Don't forget to sign up for the 30-day email challenge at 411marketingchallenge.com. Have a great week, and I'll see you on the flip side. Thank you for tuning in this week to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Be sure to join Janet Kunst for another edition of the program next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now you can use what you've learned in today's show and step up your marketing efforts.